Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 23. Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, so glad you're here for this week's episode, which is all about moving your vision board into action. In last week's podcast, episode 22, I talked about the secret to making a vision board that really works. This week's podcast is more about what happens after the vision board is finished. Specifically, we will be talking about what you can actually think and feel to make sure that you use your vision board to keep your life moving in the direction that you want it to go, how your relationship with failure can get in the way of your goals, and how being busy isn't enough to create the results that you want. So before we get started, I want to reflect for a minute on the year that I've had. It's a great time for reflection, right? This time of year. So the irony is that here I am talking about planning and doing a vision board and then bringing it to life when I've just had a year full of amazing things that I could never have even planned for. In fact, I couldn't have even dreamed them up. (laughs) That's also the beauty of a vision board, though, because once you do the thought work and set it in motion, your brain starts to work subconsciously and things start to shift. Your energy is different than it would have been without the vision board work. So while I say that I couldn't have planned for what happened in my year, I think you'll see that doing some of the thought work in advance had something to do with it. Let me show you how. Here's the first example. Last year, one of the decisions I had made to focus on was that I really enjoyed teaching in the life coaching community. I wanted to look for more teaching and mentoring opportunities. And that's the thing I really had started to notice since I've been self-employed. I just love teaching. I never had the opportunity before. In 27 years of doing all the work I did in health promotion and health education, I was really working in a different capacity. So I made the decision and I started to tell people about it. And then at the beginning of the year, completely out of the blue, I got an invitation to be a tutor and a coach in a brand new program being offered at the Life Coach School. And I was so excited and I accepted immediately. So my vision board illustrated the desire to teach in the coaching community, but I had no idea that this new program was even going to exist. So you can see that I could vaguely identify the vision, but I had no clue how it might play out. So sometimes a vision board is good at just helping you clarify what you want and set you in that direction. Now, the second example is about the opportunity that came up for me last May, again, completely out of the blue. And if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. I had decided to continue selling beaded wire work, hair accessories, in my online Etsy store. I had been making kippahs for Jewish women and hair accessories for about a decade. I love doing it, and I plan to continue to create and keep my Etsy store, which is called Wired Up Naturally. Then, again, out of the blue, I was contacted by an assistant of the curator at the Museum of Modern Art, 
otherwise known as MoMA, <laughs> yes, that MoMA, about having one of the kippas that I made included in the four-month exhibit called Items is Fashion Modern. And as I mentioned, this was completely out of the blue. It was unplanned, and there's no way I could have ever dreamt of this kind of an opportunity. I was absolutely floored. But continuing to offer my unique beaded wire kippas to Jewish women everywhere was a priority. Now, I wasn't looking to get my work into museums. I wasn't entering shows. I wasn't doing anything like that. I was just having my little Etsy store. And when people ordered, I happily sent them. And I love the idea of my kippas flying, you know, all over the world, actually. Sometimes, um, you know, when you have an online store, people order from all over the place. So I was spreading the love of these kippas. Uh, people are very happy when they wear them. And um, I was spending my time and effort on this work and putting it out there. And because of that, I have expanded, and now I'm making these pendants, these necklaces that are also available now in my Etsy store. So this opportunity just helped me be even more creative and have more fun with the work I was doing and getting the word out there more. So if you're interested in hearing more about this amazing and unusual opportunity, please check out episodes 13, 14, and 15, where I talk about it in more detail. So there you have it, two personal examples of how a properly planned and thought out vision board can help you move forward. And sometimes you just can't even imagine what might happen. But most of the time, what's really important is what you actually do to make things happen. You can't get around that. You gotta get involved in the doing. <laughs> so, okay, first, let me do a quick review of the six steps to make a vision board that actually works. And then we'll dive into exactly what you have to do to bring your vision board to life. So first, you have to take some steps before you do your vision board. And these were all discussed in great detail in episode 22 last week. So step number one, think through your vision and decide what's important to you to actually regret-proof your life. So you might think of it as a dream. You might think of it as just things you're excited about. But we are going to call them your vision. Step number two, notice themes as you're identifying your goals, your values, your principles, your ideas, and your concepts. Step number three, notice how you feel when you think about what you want to create in your life. And this step is super important. So as you're making notes, as you're pulling things together, you need to pay attention to your feelings, especially if you have some resistance to putting some of this information down on paper. Step number four, start to prepare by deciding what kind of vision board you want to create and start to collect amazing images that reflect what's really important to you. Okay, now step number five is the step where you put it all together and actually make your vision board. Again, there's lots of details in episode 22. Step number six is actually a bridge step between podcast 22 and this one. So you need to remember to look at your vision board so you can be reminded of what to think and feel so you can take the action required to make shit happen. And that is it in the nutshell. If your vision board stays under your bed or stays on the back of a door or behind your desk, it is not going to be as useful to you moving forward. 
That's where we are now. Step number six, you've got your vision board completed. Either you have a vision board completed or you will soon have a vision board. So let's just pretend if it's not done yet, it will be done soon. And it is gorgeous. It's full of what you want to create in your life, what you want your world to be full of, what you want to do and experience so you don't have regrets. The thing is that the responsibility for bringing it all to life is still yours. Your vision board can be the first important step that you take, but it's really not enough. It's as if you've done the work at the front end, but it's not finished, or that you have all the ingredients for a delicious recipe, but it's not in the oven just yet. Your vision board is not complete. It's missing the action part. You need to bring it to life. And herein lies the potential problem. Think about it. Someone has to take action for things to start happening. (laughs) And that someone, my friends, my wonderful women in the middle, that someone is you. It's simply not enough to look at your vision board as pretty as it is. For sure, you can't skip that step, though. We need the reminders so that we can supervise our brains and think more intentionally every day of the week. But there are three main areas that we need to address to make things happen where your vision board is concerned. The first thing is the constant supervision of your thoughts and feelings. (laughs) Here's the thing. You just can't trust your brain to think the way you need it to to move you forward. The reason why is our habitual thinking. If you don't remind yourself to think a certain way, you won't think that way. You will think the way that you've practiced thinking for days, for weeks, for decades. It takes a lot of effort to practice thinking new thoughts. You have created a strong neural pathway thinking those old thoughts. They really are a habit. Because you think them doesn't mean that you have a character flaw. It just means that that's what you've practiced doing. So it becomes the path of least resistance. It's a habit. For example, let's say that you want to start a new business next year. Your old way of thinking about that idea is going to kick in unless you remind yourself that you want to think a thought like this. I'm excited to start my new business. The old thought might be something like, I'm scared to start my new business, or I'm not ready to start my new business. See what I mean? If you don't remind yourself to think exactly what you know you need to think, you won't think it. Your brain wants to keep you safe by thinking tired, old thoughts regardless of the outcome. That's why understanding the feelings that you create when you think these thoughts that you want is so important. With this example, you need to notice that when you think, I'm excited to start my new business, how you feel. And I'm imagining that you feel motivated. And this is completely different than the way you feel with the other thought, I'm scared to start my new business or I'm not ready to start my new business. This thought creates hesitancy, uncertainty, maybe even doubt. You see what I mean? So if you go back to that thought, you're going to have those feelings which are going to prevent you from doing what you actually want to do. The way you use your vision board is as a reminder. You need to remember that you need to look at it. So you need a reminder to look at it, and then you need to remind yourself of what you need to think. When you look at it, you need to zone in on the graphic image that reminds you to think the thought. 
and then you need to think it. You can't just gloss over it. You actually need to pause and think it. Now, I know this seems like so rudimentary, but honestly, this is the part that people don't do. They make the vision board and they tuck it away and that's it. Then they rest on their laurels. Oh, I made a vision board. Aren't I wonderful? Things are going to start happening. And then they don't, right? (laughs) Because of the action component. So if you have other thoughts that pop into your mind that fight with the thought that you want to think and create things like fear, doubt, overwhelm, then you really need to be aware of it. This is highly likely to happen, right? Be prepared for it. Don't be surprised by it. Be prepared for it. Your brain wants to keep you safe. It's safe not to try new things. It's safe not to evolve. This is what supervising your brain means, as rudimentary as it sounds. You need to practice thinking what you want to think on purpose because you know it will create the feelings you need to do, the thing that you want to do. It's very intentional. The whole vision board thing moves from dreaminess, what I really want, what I'm dreaming about, to being very intentional about how to get it done. Okay, the second thing is how you handle failure and how it can get in the way of your goals. This tip is all about the concept of using failure as a learning opportunity, and that is all. Now, what often happens is that your vision board helps you start something. You look at it, you see the thing you want to take action on, and then you take action. And it's always not successful. (laughs) You don't always get the result that you want. So you have a choice to make. You can entertain your thought that it wasn't meant to be, or it was too hard. For example, those are good ones. Or you can decide that you have something to learn from this experience, make adjustments, and keep your focus on the task at hand. And as you know, too many of you will fail and then stop. This is an example of how simply doing a vision board isn't enough. You also need a strategy to continue to try after you've failed. You have to adopt the mindset that you are going to be successful at making that thing happen no matter what. And that, my friends, takes some supervision of your brain. You really need to be on top of your brain, your thoughts about what you're thinking when things don't work out at first. The third thing I want to talk to you about is your tendency to keep busy and how that may or may not actually create the results you want in your life. And I think everybody listening can really identify with this idea. Once we talk about it, I'm sure you'll notice it in many parts of your life. Just because you're busy doesn't mean you'll make progress on creating new results, the results that you've identified in your vision board. So in this example, you're taking action, but it's not the type of action that creates a result. Here we go. Let's say you want to book a special family trip to Africa. It's on your vision board. You've always wanted to go. You actually put it there. You found some beautiful pictures to illustrate the trip and to get you thinking about it. You even practice looking at your vision board. You catch yourself thinking thoughts about it being too expensive, though. And you notice that you need to think a different thought to motivate you to save money. 
Okay, so that example so far is you're supervising your brain. You have it on your vision board. You're looking at it. You're supervising your brain. You're catching the thought. So you've got that first piece of awareness happening in your action plan. You sign up for brochures and information from three companies to help you take this trip. You devour what you can about the trip. So many amazing, cool things to do on the trip. But you don't actually get around to saving money for this trip. You research, you make a Pinterest board, you talk to friends who've been on a trip like this, and even looked at possible dates where your whole family could manage vacation time. But again, you still aren't saving money. So six months later, you still don't have the money saved for the trip. And it's not inexpensive, right? You know you'll need at least, I'm guessing, 25000 for this sort of a trip. Saved. See what I mean? You've got the trip on the vision board and you are busy, but you're not taking the right kind of action on a critical step to actually get your family on this safari. Here's another example. Let's say you want to start a coaching business. You identify this on your vision board. You remember to look at your vision board. You get busy with your new website. You spend hours and hours on it. In fact, you're such a perfectionist that you actually spend weeks and weeks on it. Oh, wait a minute. Three months later, post vision board, you're still working on your website without creating an action board that actually includes results. You'll continue to be busy with things that don't actually move you closer to your goal. But you're busy and it feels like you're doing all kinds of things. You are doing all kinds of things, but you're not actually moving forward in a very intentional way because you haven't really thought about what it's going to take you to create the result and not just stay busy for who knows how much longer. Now, you might notice similar busy behavior when it comes to social media. (laughs) Very easy to stay busy with it. But without really tuning into how you're managing your time, it's easy to see that your busyness isn't bringing your vision board to life. That's really the main message here. Creating a vision board is an amazing first step, but to really move your vision and dreams into reality, you have to take massive action. And that massive action is from you, you, the women in the middle. (laughs) You have to figure out what you want and then decide a few things. What would you have to actually do or not do to create that result? And then think to yourself, what would you have to feel to do those things? And finally, what would you have to think to feel that way? And you can see again, just like we talked about in episode 22, feelings really are a critical piece of the whole puzzle. If the ideas that are on your vision board don't excite you, you may have a problem. Your vision board needs to keep you motivated. That motivation feeling is critical. You have to be motivated and excited to keep taking action, to keep taking the steps you need to grow forward. You can't just stay busy, but you got to keep really working on it. So thinking thoughts that create motivation and excitement for the beautiful work that you're putting out there into the world, that is what you have to figure out. So if you look at your vision board and your first thought is, oh my God, that's too hard, or 
that's way too expensive, or I'm too old to make that happen, or it is way too complicated. You have to ask yourself why you think that. What are you making it mean? You have to do that self-coaching to get at the real thoughts. Keep noticing. What are you thinking when you look at your vision board? Keep asking yourself questions. Why do you want to go there? Why do you want to do that? And finally, so what if whatever you're thinking about happens or doesn't happen? This is what we call cleaning up your thoughts, really seeing what's going on up there. Awareness is the first step to making your dreams come true, as corny as that sound. Awareness is the first step to making things happen that you want to happen in your life. Okay, now remember the worksheet I told you about in episode 22? Head on over to www.susierosenstein.com slash regretproofvision and grab your free download. It's perfect for this work. It's basically a one-pager that will really help you with the structure and the thought work that you need to prepare for your vision board. Also, when you download this worksheet, you'll be on my list to receive information about the new virtual vision board program that I'm sure you'll want to hear more about. Yes, you heard me correctly. It's virtual. It's about vision boards. Virtual vision board. Vision board unplugged. So it doesn't matter where you live. We can do the work together and you'll finally have a vision board that works. In other words, it's one thing to listen to the podcast and understand intellectually what you're supposed to be doing. It's another thing to really apply these concepts with some accountability. And I know that you're tired of wasting time when it comes to your dreams. I know how frustrating it can be to know in your heart of hearts that you're ready to make some big changes, but you're not really clear yet. You don't really have a handle on the exact steps to move forward. I also know how uncomfortable it can be to evolve into that next best version of yourself to stretch like that. But I also know it's worth it. And I'm positive that you can do hard things. You've heard me say that before. And that's because I got that memo. Even if you didn't get the memo, I know that you can do hard things. That's why I created this fun new workshop. Like I said, it's called Vision Board Unplugged. It's virtual and it's waiting for you. Doesn't matter where you live. And I just love the idea that some of you guys are from all over the world and we will be doing this work together. So my question to you is, are you ready to finally get cracking and deal with your overwhelm, your fears, your confusion about what you want? Are you ready to stop indulging in the idea that you're stuck and that you don't know what to do? If you are truly ready to do some serious regret proofing, I would love to talk to you more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about Vision Board Unplugged and see how coaching can really help you. And I can't wait to tell you more about it. Like I said, it's new. It'll be group format and you'll know exactly what to do to remind yourself that you can and you will continue to grow forward and make the next year one of the best years yet. Head over to www.womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash 23. Click through to grab your copy of the Regret Proof Vision Worksheet to get started and get on the list or book a free mini insight session with me to learn more. So that's it for this episode. Remember, as women in the middle, you really do owe it to yourself to do a vision board and to regret proof your life. But 
you owe it to yourself even more to take some action on that vision board on your dreams. One thought and one cool idea at a time. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want. Oh,